Hello, and welcome to Recap Podcast. Recap Podcast is where I sit down with an inspiring guest to discuss everyday topics to inspire you to cultivate a deeper understanding of the emotions and the energetics behind essential oils. So get ready to be empowered to take your essential oils to a whole other level. From Recapped, I'm your host, Adrienne D'Souza. doTERRA Australia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung and the Bunurong people. We pay our respects to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. doTERRA Australia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung and the Bunurong people. We pay our respects to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to Recap Podcast. Recap Podcast is where I sit down with an inspiring guest to discuss everyday topics to inspire you to cultivate a deeper understanding of the emotions and the energetics behind essential oils. So get ready to be empowered to take your essential oils to a whole other level. From Recapped, I'm your host, Adrienne D'Souza. Our courage and confidence can sometimes be swayed by the challenges that we face in life. What matters is how we can come back to a strong foundation during these times. In this episode, you will learn how to be more courageous, be given techniques to have confidence in speaking your truth, what self-compassion really is, and daily practices using the Yoga Collection Kit to keep you grounded and centered in your truth. Today's guest is a diamond leader within doTERRA Australia's community. She is a lover of all things plant-based and extends this love by helping her community to make healthy changes in and around their home. She is devoted to creating safe and nurturing spaces in retreats, online programs, and her beautiful essential oils community, where women are valued, heard, and feel courageous to heal themselves. She is a business owner, a mum, and a joyful, creative woman. Welcome to the podcast, Carolyn Farrow. When I thought of the topic of unwavering confidence, especially in adverse challenges and adversity in general, I was like, who is such a strong-willed, passionate, courageous person that I know who would be incredible to talk on? And Carolyn, that's you. Oh, thank you so much, Aidy. That's an incredible compliment. And it's not easy. It hasn't been an easy time. It's taken a lot of practice and a lot of start-agains and a lot of resetting and a lot of um, working with the internal compass to really stay on a path of truth. Definitely. And we are also talking all things yoga oils today, the yoga kit. And I think it's such a perfect kit to marry up with and work with confidence and courage because it works on so many different levels, not just in our energetic bodies, but also the physical, mental and emotional and all throughout from, you know, the base of our feet all the way to the crown of our head. So yes, I agree. And I use these oils constantly with myself, more so at home, to be honest, than ever on a yoga mat. But I find that that they are 
quite complex and perfect for self-development work, for exploration and and spiritual um, practices. And I just love using them. Incredible. Well, let's kick off by talking all things confidence. Mm -hmm. And what what does that mean for you? What does confidence even feel like for you? What does confidence mean to you? How does it, when I say, where does confidence land in your body or yeah. how do you feel confident? I'd love to hear that from you. This is a really great question and it's more complicated than it sounds, but to break it down, confidence as it really resonates with me is understanding who you are and what you will stand up for in the world. And that can be very, very simple you know, for a mother, it could be protecting her babies. For a young person, it could be um, being able to make a decision about where they're headed in the world or whether they go to a party and, and their friends aren't or whether they say no to something lots of other people are doing. Um, but having confidence can only come from knowing yourself. And so the journey around becoming more confident is actually around finding out who you really are. Mm, definitely. Oh, I love that so much. And how do we how do we do that? <laughs> Deep question for you. But yeah, like how it's important yeah. because it's not anything that anyone has ever said to us. Oh, you want to develop some confidence? Here it is. And and there's this kind of misguided understanding that confidence is is about being brash or, you know, being able to stand up in front of a lot of people. And I don't think that's true at all. I really think confidence comes from spending time getting to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And that sounds crazy, especially, you know, for, for me, I always felt uh, that I had confidence. And it wasn't until this year, post-apocalypse, <laughs> that I actually took some time to really examine who I am. And I actually went really deep, but really asking myself lots and lots of questions so that I could be clear about who I really am, what brings me pleasure, where do I find joy, what lights me up, um, what do I profoundly care about, what triggers me, what do I no longer have space for. And once you understand those things about yourself, which can be done with a coach, it can be done with journaling, it can be done just by sitting down and reflecting good and hard, it could be done with converse, uh, conversing with a best friend. Um, once you get really clear on that, confidence builds naturally. So confidence is a really big topic and a really cool topic and for me, it's it's taking those initial steps, finding out who you are so that you have more clarity as to what you stand for, how you make decisions, where you go in the world. It's really cool. Definitely. And I think when you understand who you truly are and your likes and dislikes, and then you come back to trusting that and trusting yourself mm. and what feels good for you. That is also a stepping stone into feeling more confident within you. Yes, definitely. Um, 
I was working with an energy coach earlier this year and she said these words to me that I have tattooed on my heart and that is um, you can trust that your desires are safe guidance. And what that allowed me to do was to feel ever more confident that what my soul really craved was perfectly true for my body, even if it was the direct opposite of what I was being sold, even if it was contrasting to what the rest of society was going towards. And it's only in fostering this notion of confidence and really putting a higher value on that, that you will have the understanding that, yes, my body is always telling me what's right for me, what's good for me. And if I can confidently move in that direction, despite what everyone else is doing, then I'm going to live a life that is good and right for me. I love that so much. It's like we're talking about like this unshakable, strong foundation of confidence. Yes. That when external factors come into place, whether it's through friends, family, through community, through just global events, coming back to centre and trusting what we feel and just grounding into our innate guidance, guidance system. I can't believe you just said those words. They are the words <laughs> I use all the time. Thank you, Abraham Hicks. And I, I always say that your your innate guidance system is actually the best life coach you're ever going to have because if you can learn to turn down the fog, the fuzz, the white noise that is constantly being thrown at you, if you can do that, and that's a slow process of mastery, right, tuning into yourself more than all the other frequencies out there, but if you can do that, quieten the white noise, then you are able to really steady yourself, center yourself, and ascend, which incidentally is exactly what the Yoga Trio is all about. Cool. Well, let's talk Yoga Trio. Yay. Um, do you have any rituals that you use with the yoga trio? Let, let's talk. We've got three of them in this yoga trio. Yep. We have anchor, affirm, and ascend. Yes. Together, incredible when used together, whether it's, you know, diffusing, even just diffusing all three together. But let's break it down and talk about each individual mm. one and how each individual oil trio can support you in coming into this um, strong foundations and confidence and center. So yeah. let's chat anchor. <laughs> so anchor is it's actually the best name for this oil. When I think about how you can start this process of navigating greater confidence or, or nurturing greater confidence in your body, using the oil alongside some really very, very easy, beautiful daily practices of anchoring is the perfect place to begin. So I will use anchor in the mornings or in the evenings as I'm doing things like a gratitude practice or pray, prayers or mantras or affirmations, use, which I do a lot of, a lot. <laughs> 
and that helps to build my confidence. As you build the confidence, then when life throws something at you, you know better who you are. You know how to respond to that. You're able to make tougher decisions because you've really gotten clear and you've anchored who you are and what is right and good for you. So anchor is the best oil blend to utilize for that. And if you look at the Beautiful Essential Emotions book, it says that anchor invites individuals to look inward, to discover the refuge that is already within reach. It is supportive for individuals who wish to practice trusting their intuition and accepting the wisdom waiting within their own soul. How beautiful is that? That's just incredible. It's literally what we've just talked about and it's infused into anchor already. Mm -hmm. And then we have the beautiful oil of a firm, which is we actually, for those listeners tuning in right now, we actually came together before we recorded and used a firm just to... yes center ourselves in this oil and in this moment to connect. Um, So Karen, I'd love you to talk a little bit more about why you love Affirm and how you use Affirm. I do adore Affirm and it's not an obvious choice because when you first smell it, you're going to get a hit of herbs and that can be confusing for some people because they're like, oh, but what? It says it's got rose and jasmine. Where are all those beautiful floral scents? And they are there but it's very herbaceous. The wonderful thing about herbs is that they have incredible support for the adrenals and they're able to really bring your nervous system into a calmer state. So if I'm using anchor to do that deep work, I'm using a firm for the integration or for the um, the assimilation process. I'm, I'm bringing that work I've done and I'm allowing my central nervous system to come into a regulated state with a firm. It's an oil that I love using when I run my day retreats, people who, who come along and know that I anoint people with a firm all the time. And I'm, if it's okay with you, Aidy, I would love to read a couple of... Um, lines on a firm because, oh my gosh, the reason I love this oil is really for the way that it supports our our soul. A firm calls the soul back to its center. It reaches gently into the heart space to shift heavy energies that are inhibiting progress and disrupting stillness and flow. While working on the heart center, it recalibrates an individual's inherent integrity and brings into awareness the cost of misalignment. It invites you to pause, practice self-acceptance during moments of self-reflection. So it's the perfect oil for those moments of relaxation, to use it in a bath, to use it for shavasana or for meditation. It's just so calming and soothing. And I think that's really necessary. You know, it's affirming the work that we did with Anchor in a way that holds our nervous system calm and soothed. Incredible. And then next we have the incredible delicious, and I say this because I am a big fan of citrus and what's in this blend as well, Ascend. So Ascend smells like it wants to be eaten. So you're absolutely right when you say 
um, delicious. And it's the osmanthus that's combined with lemon and grapefruit. It makes us feel like this is a Tic Tac from 1986. So I don't think you were born then, but I'm just (laughs) for anyone who hears this, you may have that. Oh, yes, the Tic Tacs. Um, It smells incredible. And for me, Ascend is the oil I use when I want to then feel elevated. I've done the work. I've helped to regulate my nervous system and now I'm ready to ascend. So it helps me to feel this sense of being being able and ready to reclaim who I really am, to be able to take that confidence and then move courageously. I use Ascend when I'm doing that higher vibration stuff like sacred cacao or sound healing um, or crystal bowls or um, like big kind of vision storming sessions because I want to feel as elevated as possible. I want to be as connected to my higher self as I can be and Ascend is an incredible tool. I usually combine it with frankincense. I've actually got Ascend and frankincense in the diffuser right now and it's a dream. It is so, so beautiful. Do you normally diffuse Ascend or do you have other ways that you use it like um, topically or? It comes in a five mil bottle. I have tried pouring entire bottles over me. But I would say that I I use it a lot. So if I'm doing a sacred cacao um, circle, then I will often hand out a send and just encourage everyone to place it on their forearms because I find that's a really great place for first your body's heating up in those areas, you know, crease of the elbow in the wrist. Um, And it's really effective for um, that topical use. You're inhaling it. It's really close to your body. Um, so, yes, I love the topical use of Arise. Uh, sorry, Arise in the US, it's Ascend in Australia. Um, yeah, so it's the perfect oil for those um, practices that are all about insight and intuition and feeling enlightened. I think one of the things that I do want to point out for safety is that Ascend contains two essential oils that may be photosensitive. So it's not an oil that we can use for aromatic um, body dressing unless we're doing that under where our clothes are going to be for the day. So in summertime, we would need to just be really careful about, you know, not putting that blend on and then going out into the sun. So Carolyn, I'd love to delve into what we briefly touched on earlier and talking about speaking our truth through confidence. So Mm. I'd love to know how can we get comfortable speaking our truth in times that may be challenging or maybe adverse? hasn't that been relative? (laughs) (laughs) Over the last couple of years, I think we've probably all had a chance to practice that, but the work starts a long time before the conversation takes place. And the things that we discussed earlier, finding out who you really are. And that may be asking yourself some of those great questions. It may be connecting more deeply with your internal guidance system. I mean, it's never not that. That's actually always the answer. Um, But you can also do things like 
look at your human design. That has been incredibly empowering for me this year, looking at my natal chart, having a coach, journaling, but really, really getting clear on who I am and what it means to me to be able to express that. So this is where courage really steps into the fore because if you feel all these things, you've really um, bolstered your confidence, you've worked through, yes, this is who I am and it's okay to feel that and all, all of those incredibly powerful things. But if you're not then ready to step in to courage, the work cannot be expressed. So those two things really go hand in hand and using the oils is a beautiful way to help you to get clear, to relax the nervous system and then to feel that sense of elevation and a deeper connection to who you are. Part of that for me is giving less and less and less attention to what anyone else thinks. That is also very important and it's difficult to tell that to someone who's up and coming, a 12-year-old. Like I'm thinking about conversations I've had this week, a 12-year-old, a 24-year-old, a 35-year-old. They're all still very much, generally speaking, in this pattern of caring enormously what other people think. I don't care so much anymore. With respect, you know, because I want for everyone to feel that deep sense of what is right and true for them and to be able to make decisions and speak eloquently and, and you know, with respect about what's right for them. And it doesn't include people-pleasing anymore. Do you feel that you need to have confidence first before courage or can you still be courageous in life and making decisions if your confidence is a little unwavering or a little bit go hand in hand Adi I think that um for a lot of us to even do that inner work actually took some courage in the first place to step aside to step away from what society asks of us so the two go hand in hand they are different things but they're like really important that you kind of hold them and value them and um, and foster them together. And I think also having like on this topic of change as well, like you're sharing, sometimes I feel change creates courage. It's a, it's a muscle, <laughs> you know. So if you've lived doing the same thing every day and you felt very, very comfortable doing that and you feel like that sameness gives you confidence, that's okay. But real confidence is going to come when uncertainty knocks on the door. Yeah. Yeah, because 100%. it's tested. The muscle is tested in a different direction. It's like someone who goes to the gym and works on their biceps and does, you know, 5,000 reps but never works their triceps. It's that equal and opposite. Definitely. I love that. Um, well, on the topic of change, how how can we reset ourselves or reset back to our centre when we've sort of thrown off our path rather Mm -hmm. than getting into a negative mind spiral or negative 
mindset? How yeah. you know, how can we reset back to our center? Oh, this is really one of like the most central points to life, Aidy. And I have this conversation a lot with people I'm coaching or beautiful women in my um, doTERRA team. And that is that we came into this life knowing, agreeing, willingly accepting that there would be contrast. And as soon as we get here, we panic. (laughs) As soon as we get here and feel something that's a bit uncomfortable, we forget that we came willingly. And so if we can try to remember that life is full of contrast, that there is no growth without some kind of pain and suffering, that um, the human experience in and of itself is going to be full of a whole smorgasbord of emotions, some more easily felt, some, you know, more challenging to, to sit with. What's really important is we, we know and we accept that pleasure and pain are two sides of the same coin. So the first thing is trying not to panic, trying to find a space for those difficult emotions and being with them. Because the only way to get through those hard emotions is to get through those emotions. It's not to deny them. It's not to ignore them. It's not to drink them away or, you know, eat them away. It is to be with them. I say, actually, to be on fire. (laughs) And it's okay because that is part of the human experience. It doesn't mean it's fun, but it's okay to be there. And then the other part of that is to trust that there is a bigger picture, to trust that the universe knows what it's doing. It's been really hard to trust that over the past few years. I cannot tell you how many bottles of forgive that I have swam in, (laughs) how many roller touches of rose that I have applied because I couldn't find the space to really cultivate trust. My oils helped me with that a lot. We're so lucky to have them. Oh, my God. The number of women who called me during these past two years and said, I don't know where I would be without these oils, it just reassured me that we're in the right place working with the right medicine. Yeah. If you truly want to grow within yourself, and step into more courage and confidence. There are moments that you are going to have to get a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, you'll be tested <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Definitely. And it's allowing yourself to be tested. Yes. And just knowing it's just temporary. It, it all pass. And it's easier said than done when we're in the depths of some really uncomfortable times throughout, you know, as you're sharing the last couple of years. Even for me, it's been this last six to 12 months, there's been moments of really uncomfortable moments, but having faith and trust that it will subside and that we will come out stronger, more vibrant, more courageous, more wise as well from these moments. Yeah, yeah. Really understanding that life is and always has been an opportunity to evolve and that's going to look like every color of the rainbow so you know we chose to come in let's let's do it beautifully let's do it colorfully and 
and really work with who we are, knowing that that is our own unique perfection. I used to get really flipped out that I wasn't as X as her and I wasn't as Y as him and how could I run this business and how can I say that and how can I, you know, oh my God, I used to get really in my head about it. But being involved in self um discovery and revelation this year, I have gotten so comfortable and so thrilled with what I am and and the way that I can operate really sustainably um, and confidently. And that's given me courage to be on the path 100%. What is (laughs) self-compassion? I think self-compassion is remaining kind and understanding towards ourselves, even when things don't look the way we wanted them to. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> like there it is, like full stop, that's it, wrapped up with a bow like That is self-compassion. Yeah, and it's the first place that most people need um, to be supported if that, you know, when, when people come to me for oils or in coaching, they're lacking that sense of being kind to themselves because things don't look the way that they want them to. So they're in a pattern of self-loathing or self-blame and it's it, it has to be broken. Yeah, but it's having patience and speaking to yourself with kindness even when times don't go to plan. Mm-hmm. And nothing's going to go to plan because, you know, what do they say? Every time you make a plan, God laughs. You know, (laughs) That's putting an expectation on yourself for those around you for for that. So it's like having that compassion of self and even compassion for others that things don't go to plan but being okay with Mm -hmm. that, being okay in the discomfort when things don't go to how you want them to be. Yeah. We're, we all have quite small comfort zones, I think, um, and, you know, a pandemic is definitely um, supporting a small comfort zone. It, it did that, right, on purpose. But as humans, conscious, aware, awake humans, we get to expand that comfort zone and that includes our comfort zone within ourselves, our comfort zone for when maybe we're carrying a little bit more weight than we desire and we still love ourselves infinitely. For when our skin breaks out like crazy, right when we, you know, most want it to be clear and we can still look in the mirror and love ourselves. When we have a project and we totally mess it up, we still have a choice as to how we show up for ourselves in that moment. And I'm always going to choose self-compassion. It doesn't mean that I don't reflect and say, you know what, we could have done this better. Yeah, okay, great. Next time, let's maybe try this, this, and this. Or, you know, how can we really support our skin? Well, it starts, you know, with gut health and regulation of the nervous system. Okay, we, we know how to do this. Um, but it means that we do so lovingly because at the end of my life, I don't want to look back and think, oh, wow, I spent 70 years just beating myself up and then the last 10 I was in a panic (laughs) and I really tried to make up for it. No, I want to know that I have lived my best life and a big part of that is knowing how well 
I took care of my heart and my body and my mind and being compassionate to all that I went through along the way. Such beautiful words. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I'd love to hear more. Let's delve into some daily practices that you do. Mm -hmm. We briefly touched them at the beginning, but let's share with our listeners what are some daily rituals, tools that they can build into their everyday to start building confidence. If the person doesn't have confidence, they're just like, oh, maybe they're on the brink of giving up whatever it is, like something. Um, Yeah, I'd love to hear some daily practices people can integrate. Awesome. The first thing I do want to point out is that daily practices for me does not mean doing the same thing every day. I am a generator. I change things constantly and I am never doing, I mean, I eat the same thing every single day. That's weird. But I, because I love it, but in terms of my practices, it's always changing. And I think that's really healthy because it keeps it fresh and exciting and new. And I love that. So when it comes to the daily practice that you are going to take on, you need to make sure that you can fit it in. You need to make sure that it feels good to you, that it doesn't feel like punishment. And don't be afraid to change it. Some of the daily practices that I have worked with over the last couple of months include each morning I awaken and before I move my body, before I get out of bed, I ask the divine spirit within me to lead me in the direction of my highest good that day. And I have a beautiful little um, prayer that I recite out loud every day and that I feel like activates my soul, my angels, my spirit, and really gets me ready for a wonderful day ahead. I love that practice. You could do that whilst inhaling some anchor or some ascend, depending on whether you feel like you need grounding or elevating, um, or some frankincense. That's a really beautiful, easy thing to do. I then try and get out and move my body. And if you follow me up the lighthouse in Byron Bay, or around the streets where I live, you will hear me (laughs) yelling out my affirmations like a mad person because they feel good to me that way. That work for me cellularly is really uplifting. And I love the feeling of raising the frequency. If I can raise it for myself in an authentic way, not in a like false way, then my kids feel it. The neighbors feel it. My my clients feel it. My community feels it. And it's really, for me, that's a really beautiful way to live. Um, once the kids are at school or, you know, once I've taken care of them, there is inevitably a sacred cacao and some card pulling. Another thing is for those people who feel like this is so big or too hard or I don't really connect with this idea of finding out who I really am um, and you don't want to do the journaling that we talked about earlier, um, you could do the simplest, simplest gratitude practice, which looks like waking up and expressing your gratitude for something. As you lay your head down in the evening, um, ready to go to bed, expressing your gratitude for something or three things and making them different each and every day. That process alone 
helps to shift your vibration. It helps to bring you back home. It helps to um, attract more things in your life to become grateful for. So it's, you know, the more, the more. The more beautiful daily practices you're doing, the better it will be. And finally, if all of those are just too hard, then I would encourage people to have a little post-it note somewhere in their bedroom, in their, in their wardrobe, on their mirror that just has a simple, simple mantra. And there's a beautiful one that I recall from Abraham Hicks that I heard years and years ago, and it's something like, my dominant intention today is to find things that feel good to me. Full stop. Because when you make that the central theme of your day, you find out more about who you are. And that gives you confidence. I love all that you just shared. Thank you so much. Oh, I feel really inspired listening to what you just shared. Um, I'd love to put this in the show notes as well, Carolyn, for people if would you be open to sharing your prayer or uh, oh, of course. Um, and your journal journal yes. prompts? Um, I'll pop it all that. in the show notes and um, our listeners can check them out and we can direct them to find you as well to be sharing more. Um, I would love that. And finally, I'd love you to share as well with these oils again, just to reiterate some grounding, centering techniques with the yoga oils that they mm-hmm. can do. So from anchor with a firm and ascend. Yes, beautiful. So anchor for me is that deep, really being held and supported. It's ideal to be placed on the feet and perhaps um Yeah, I'd say actually the feet and the heart would be really beautiful places for anchor. And then to do some of that deeper work, prayers, affirmations, um, and finding out who you are, the journaling work, what is it that brings me pleasure? Where do I find joy? What lights me up? What triggers me? What is no longer acceptable for me? Um, Those sorts of questions. Affirm is the oil that I use for the nervous system regulation. So that could be using that during meditation, bath time, definitely put some firm in magnesium salts um, into a dry bath and then um, run the bath. You can also do that in a foot bath if you don't have a full body bath. Um, Tapping that into the vagus nerve, just really enjoying the way that it wants to love your body and help you to feel more calm. Keeping the keeping any activities that you do with a firm really, really relaxing. Just just beautiful. It's just about ah, it's the sigh of relief. And ascend is where I would take it into those practices of ascension. It could be the um, vision boarding, it could be um as I said earlier, using it with sacred cacao, you could do oracles, you can do it with sound healing, you could really work on high vibration, um, you know, high, very high hertz music that you can find on literally on Google, um, those things that are about ascension. And then I love to tap that into my crown. 
so you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm tapping my crown, which is kind of how I visualize that beautiful space above my head, that crown chakra to be engaged, because again, this is about ascension. So then um, also looking to apply it in your third eye on the wrists and forearms we mentioned earlier, um, and definitely diffusing as often as possible. But I think it's important that you've done some of the lower vibration work first to clear the space. You've done some of that work to gain access into who you really are before you start the ascension process. Otherwise, you you may end up feeling a little bit giddy and lost because you haven't done the stabilizing work. Any any final words, wisdom that you'd love to share with our listeners on having confidence and courage and stepping forward into that space? You know, we have this one beautiful life to live and you have a choice. You truly have a choice each and every single day as to how you get to express that. Even if you feel that you're stuck, even if you feel that there's no other way for you, I promise that there is. And it may be that you need support. It may be that you need some new friends. It may be that you need some some more income to, to fully express the way that you are living. But the more time that you spend truly understanding who you are and knowing that your body is always offering you feedback, always offering you direction. And you'll feel that within your body. You know, my gut is extremely strong with the way that it guides me. My intuition, I have nurtured this and practiced this over years and years. It can take time. This is the best coach you'll ever have. It's your own body. And it's always trying to share feedback with you. So listen in, know that you can change your mind anytime. Even if someone else is upset, you get to change your mind because this is your life. Change direction, change the way it looks, change the way it feels. And the more you understand who you are, the better those decisions are going to be. The more confident, the more courageous you will be. And you'll be heading in a direction that is truly in alignment with your soul. I've absolutely loved hearing all your words and all your wisdom that you've just shared on courage, self-compassion, confidence, and just coming back into these beautiful rituals and practices that you can use, whether it's daily or weekly or whatever works for you. And I've absolutely loved every moment of hearing what you've shared because I know I've loved it and I know the listeners will absolutely love it too. Um Carolyn, where can listeners get in touch with you or find more about you, learn more about what you're up to? Do you have a website, Instagram? Thank you, AD. Yes, I have all of those things. So I, my Instagram is carolynfarrow underscore. I, you're going to find me easily. My website is currently under um, reconstruction. So there's there's only a few pages at the moment there, but stay tuned. Go check out what is there if you would like to. Um, Those people in my essential oil community, they know I'm a bit of a raver, a bit of a ranter. Um, And so if that has been alarming for you today, (laughs) 
then I'm not even going to apologize, right? I just feel so passionately about this and I don't apologize for who I am anymore because it just is. Um, But you can find me on Facebook at Abundant Oils with Carolyn and there's so many different beautiful aspects to the way that I love and support people from cleanses to private coaching to the Abundant Oils community um, and just, you know, raving in general. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. You, Carolyn, are such a beautiful, kind, joyous soul that anyone who has the pleasure to work with or to know, I'm truly grateful. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Aidy. This has been a real honour for me to be here with you this morning. So thank you, honey. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Recapped. I hope that you're feeling empowered to step into more courage in your daily life and are inspired to use the Yoga Collection Kit to keep you grounded in your unwavering confidence. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Recap Podcast, where I talk to Diamond Leader Deanne Howard about identifying and facing your blocks with Rosemary Essential Oil. Until then, take care.